0: i'm uh, I'm thankful that some some people are listening at my story um, I don't expect uh, many t- to listen at at my story because the world is what it is today that we live in the last days and uh, people are more into themselves and they don't seek god anymore uh, it's uh, it's coming people that seek god but that's not uh, from the source that was before uh, in the past it's uh, not, uh, today is it not Church people that seek God because they have already their their opinion and have been um, deceived in how to believe in in the church they have grown up in and where they have attention that they have attended. I joined the church, and, uh, and sometimes it's hard for me to to find the words in English because I'm born in Sweden. I'm Swedish woman, um uh, but it's a, it's very it's very uh, strange, but it's also nice. I'm so thankful that God have uh, educated me so much. So I never become uh, involved in in churches. Uh, that was almost from the beginning that I didn't want to be in prison in a church. That uh, someone else should tell me what to to believe in, uh, how to think, how to do my life—that uh, was very, uh, very early in my education under God, and uh, and today it's it's very scary to see what. What those churches and church leaders have done to people, I see the devil standing in the pulpit, the devil going and push people to fall on the floor. All these things happen today. It's uh, it's scary, but I have to remember that we live in the last days so it will be like sodom and gomorrah uh, life that people only care about themselves and not uh, really thinking they uh, go to the church like traditional walking to the church and uh, and I, I don't expect many to, to listen at me or wanted to know my work under God. Uh, because in the Bible we can read about a little flock. It's not a big crowd. Those big, uh, huge, mega flocks God is talking about there is a flock that is big and they follow Jesus and there is a small flock that follow God and I'm not talking about like the Jewish people for example or other religion, where they only uh, read books and uh, what the old people are, have told them to tell them. Uh, traditional religions—they uh, are—they are not the little flock of God. Those. Uh, those. Uh, Flock, uh, those, the little flock of God is those people that have scared, they have scattered away, they have going away and they have coming back to God. They, uh, they were, when we come to earth, when we were born. We were placed on earth by God and uh, and that's the reason was that we should go uh, we forget what we were before we were born that a veil is is hiding where we come from but the meaning of uh, our birth here on Earth is to find our way back to God to really want to to come back to god uh, that's what it's like a test we we live in and uh, also it's not about only our walk it's uh, up uh, uh, by ourselves it's including people the uh, God learned to t- taught me before I he come and talk to me but he have talked talked to me many times in my life <coughs> without uh, uh, using any words but the uh, I learned about the meaning of life in in the 80s uh, because uh, I had a f- a friend. Oh, uh, I had a family, and our family were together with uh, people from Chile. They were uh, have escaped the war in uh, in Chile, and they. They come to Sweden, and uh, the man in the in the family had been a, a manager for a big business and uh, he He picked up very fast the Swedish languages so uh, and his wife was also some educated from Chile, so they they were speaking. Oh, you know, perfect Swedish, um, but they don't get any job, and so they got a social uh, service help to manage the, their life, and um, they were re- very sad because they wanted to work in Sweden, and um, and we live in in a. I live in a smaller village, so there were not so many jobs. But one day, uh, the, I got a job—not uh, a real job in that economic way—but the, the government government support me to work. They pay pay their business uh, to 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 have me, hire me. And uh, I work in that way. And uh, I was happy. And then uh, I come out on the street. I I met my friend, uh, the man from Chile. And he was so depressed. And his black hair had very fast going white because he he couldn't I saw that he is going to make a suicide he's gonna not live much longer that a uh, feeling I had when I saw him and uh, so I I walk back to the office where they say that, that uh, they are going to help me to to get a job, uh, and I say to the, those the person in in the office, I say, uh, don't make, don't hire me. Uh, I have a friend that speak perfect Swedish, and he have been a manager financial manager for a big company in chile and he have not got any job and i want him to get get my job i say to them let him have my job and so they did he he took my place and uh, we didn't know where where he should should work but uh, it was perfect for him because he got a job as a financial manager for a catholic church in our biggest city neighbor city and uh, I I understood in that moment he told me that he have got a job and was very happy, that moment I understood what the meaning of life was. That uh, we should help each other here on earth. We should help each other. Uh, There is many things we can help each other. It's not only financial. It's It's a part of life, but it's not everything. The money um, even if people think it's the most important no the most important is to have joy in your life. you can be poor and be have joy in your life any anyway so that's not the the big issue um, the To help each other it can be to give information that make life easier for a person. They don't need to have to invent the wheel once again over and over that you give information for that person what you have what you have experienced in that area and you to- tell and you show this person how to do it that's the meaning of life it it can be it doesn't cost anything you don't have to give money you it's only information many times that you you tell them the best, when I was homeless in the United States, the best help I got, it was from the homeless people. Because they could come to me on the street and tell telling me that uh, that church, they have a dinner today. So you can go and eat there for free. And that church have... A, clothes that they give away like that uh, they uh, they help me uh, how to manage the daily life uh, and uh, that costs no money for them it's only information to tell and that's what the meaning of life is to help each other and help each other that's what Jesus is talking about, to love each other. Love is not only about hugging each other. Love is when you want the best for another person, like uh, giving information, what to do, the best to do things in their life too to get something to make life better. So I I am going to talk about the hotel. I had I got uh, four days free to stay at the hotel from the organisation, but no one help me with any money or uh, how to eat Uh, I I didn't get any food I get get this uh, continental uh, breakfast it was donuts and coffee in the morning and that I couldn't live on the whole days Uh, I, one morning when I was in a in a breakfast, there was a, a girl standing. We were, it was only she and I, uh, and then was it the manager for the hotel was standing also at the breakfast room. And I don't know how, how it started, uh, we talking but that girl that was about 10 years old she say "Uh, I don't read the Bible anymore she say to me and why I ask her and she say it's because uh, I I had a friend once it was when we were poor we live in a tra- trailer park. And um, I have a best friend there. And one day she was gone. Uh, someone had kidnapped her. And and I pray for her day and night f- for my friend to come back. And uh, she never come back. She was killed. And after that, I never read my Bible again. I never go to the church again. She said, and um, I say, say to her that that's very sad because that was not the meaning from God. That the meaning from God was... That you should learn from her life, her the experience you have with this girl. It's now 20 years ago, so I don't know exactly the words I say. But I told her that is that was a meaning that you should meet this girl in the trailer park. Uh, because, do you sh- you should learn from what she did. I didn't know what the that girl had done, but it made her think this young girl that that something what that girl did was not right. Uh, she was innocent, but she her acting was wrong so she really listened to me and I said that's how God can do in life they can place people in your life that uh, you that you should learn only learn from and uh, there can be like uh, there is a, a man uh, walking on, on the street and that's the man you should marry when you grow up but uh, that the man is walking ten minutes before you in the street and they and you never meet meet him. But this girl you met her, and she, sadly, she was killed. But that was for you. It was not about that girl. It was about you to un- understand, to not do what she did. Uh, so the girl looked at me, and her eyes and her face was shining and she said Thank you thank you very much now I'm going home and open my Bible again she said something I uh, sometimes I don't know what kick in on the people but God know uh, what I should say to that person. It's not not about me, I am only a tool for God to talk to people. And that was a moment, and that's a special also that, uh, that He make me wo- uh, be alone with that girl, no one disturbing us. That's a way God is doing. That I be alone with that person, and um, and then uh, it was a swimming pool, and uh, they invite me young people, because I was forty eight years old, forty nine years old, and but they in United States sometimes they say that i was in my 20s so young did they thought i looked like so i was never uh be treated like I, I was soon 50 years old i was always with the young people and um i was at in swimming pool and um And there was a couple there and uh, we started to talk about about this with with God talking about uh, that why does God kill a baby, an innocent baby, why do he kill? That was the question. And then they the couple said to me that they had once a baby and that baby was going sick and died when it was only six months old and and that woman she was very very angry and um, and she uh, uh, say they they have Three kids in the hotel room, so sometimes they went up to the room to see that they were sleeping, and uh, and uh, she come back from looking after the kids, and uh, and I was thinking, God, I ask God with that girl that was ten years old. And I ask now, God, what I'm going to a- answer them because they want a question, they want an the answer, they need an answer from me. I felt it that they were waiting for answer, and uh, God gave me an answer to tell to tell them and. Uh, he, he and I say to them, the them that God sometimes give give us babies, and um, and they and they die, and they are. But we must go on with our life. We can't go and be bitter and angry. And crying our whole life. Because life must go on. But we should not forget that baby that die. Uh, instead we should do something. To help other people. That maybe have a baby that have the same sickness as yours. So you, that's meaning. God had placed... ...that baby... ...into your life... ...because he know you could... ...could help that baby... ...take care of that baby... ...even if it was a short life... ...but he... ...he want to see... ...what are you going to do... ...when you face... ...death... ...in your family... Are you going to walk away from God? Are you going to be bitter and angry at God? Or are you going to do something about that situation that you help other people in that that situation that you are in to understand what to do? Are you going to do that? Or are you going to be on the other side, the devil's side or God's side? Where are you going? And that that man he understood me completely. He was very, very thankful for for my answer to them that it that God tests us sometimes. And uh, but I couldn't reach uh, uh, the mother and I say I say to her you should when you go up into that room and see your three children sleeping there in their bed you should be thankful for God that you have got three healthy living kids in your life. That it can't be that, that uh, the dead the baby should be poisoned into to your life to not have a joyful life with those kids that you have been blessed with. There is people that never get kids but God gave you three healthy kids, I say to them and I I have could use those two things I say there uh, sometimes in my life as a preacher to tell people the same thing but uh, in maybe other problems but it's what God God never kill he never kill that he say that to to us when he make the flood coming over the, the our planet and kill people he he said that he, he was sorry for that and he don't, don't, didn't want to do it again. So that's... Uh, but he can give people that is disabled or um, sick in a body or, or mental sick and these things for to test us. To see what we are doing, he give, he have angels that he sent down here to us to test us, but he doesn't kill that those babies. My belief is that he have some babies he's sending down for many families, the same angels. That is uh, small babies that's going back and forward to earth and back again, and we're going uh, I have a baby that died in my womb, and uh, i I know I'm going to meet that baby one day when I have left this world I'm going to meet. My baby, that I never have forgo- forgotten that i one day we you are we are going to sit together and speak and and this baby that maybe have another age, but that that angel, that person are going to say it to me, I once was in your home. I once was in your womb. I was there with you. I was sent to you. That's what this, my baby, is going to say one day. When I meet everyone, I I have miscarrying about fifteen times in my life and I believe that every single of them uh, even if they spontaneous abortion that they uh, I miscarrying them but as soon they started to have a heart heart that beating, they are going to come to me. I'm going to have a very, very big family in heaven because they are coming to me and say, we once was in your womb. And uh, and, uh, I, and uh, to you that have had miscarriage. Uh, you you should know that uh, for uh, for a little while you uh, have that feeling how it is even if you n- not have got any more kids mm. you had once a kid in your womb you could feel this feeling of uh, carry something inside you even if it was only for a short time but once you were a mother you were going on to be a mother and it's so sad when people decide to kill that baby that god have sent to them and i'm worried about what God is going to say to them that have done those abortions Uh, but but not hundred percent because I think there is some reason also that only God knows why they have done the abortion. We can't judge people like that. Uh, There is very much uh, about uh, not want to have that baby because of of going anger and uh, it's it have going to be maybe murderer in later life later on and uh, and be killed in many ways not only in, uh, in the body, but also spi- in a spirit way, to be killed. And uh, it maybe can be the best to do it anyway, even if it's bad. But go- only God knows the, uh, the reason why. And I don't judge you that have done it. Uh, you know your reason why. And uh, and you must forgive yourself for have done it. Because that was not the meaning of that baby in your womb. That was not the me- meaning that you should be negative the rest of your life. You have to forgive yourself for God maybe... Forgive you because he knows more than we know about you. And uh, so, I was at the hotel, and then uh, uh, it. Uh, I was one day. I was to to a pizzeria, and I have only some some few dollar left and it was cheap it was a lunch pizza and I was thinking I'm going to take my last dollar uh, to eat pizza and then then I uh, I have to find out so how to to eat again without money and I didn't know it. In that time, how to be homeless, how to find food. So I was to the p- pizzeria and and started to eat, and suddenly there came a a young woman, blonde, uh, slim woman, and she asked if she could sit at my table. And of course, she, I say yes. And I was wondering why. Why? Because there was many. It was at the end of the lunch, so people have left. There was many tables. Empty temp- tape, tables to sit at. And she wanted to sit with me. I, and she say... She explained it that she wanted to look out on her her car. She had uh, things on her car. She had been to to a flea market guard, guard she, garden she, uh, cell, and um, she had things there that she didn't want. Someone to steal it, but uh, uh, but I was thinking that there is more tables than mine. That is for the at the window to look out. So that was a bad excuse. And then uh, uh, she's talking about a white horse. And she said to me that she come far, far away. And um, she looked exactly the same as this uh, angel in at the airport in Seattle. Same sort of woman. And uh, I know today that these angels, they don't need to have wings. She was... An angel, and um, and suddenly, uh, suddenly I, I like fall to sleep, and when I, w- I w- wake up again, that woman was gone, and I had finished my eating, so I should go and, and, uh, and pay the bill. And that uh, woman in in the cashier that she was very surprised, and she looked at me and said, you you know that woman that was sitting with you, so she saw the angel she saw her uh, and uh, she said that that woman that sit with you uh, your friend." Uh, she paid for you," she said, "and I—I uh, I didn't see her eating either. And uh, and but uh, God have sent her to pay for the pizza, so I still had my my money in my pocket, and um, and then uh, it was end of my staying my last night and I was worried I didn't know how where should I go and what to do Uh, uh, because it was only a small city Franklin I couldn't do anything there to help me and I was worried but uh, I fall to sleep and then in the night it uh, come a a big light up in the ceiling almost like up in the ceiling and I I was so surprised so I sit up in the bed and uh, and, the and there was a voice in that light. And the the voice said to me that you are going to a church tomorrow. And I asked that voice. I, I know that voice because he had talked to me in Sweden and that was God. Not Jesus Christ, it was God. And uh, he said that You are going to go to a church tomorrow. And I ask, what church should I go to? I will show you, he answered me. But what am I going to tell them, I ask him. And he answered me once again, he said, I will show you. And then I, I fall to sleep and then in the morning and i didn't know it was sunday i didn't know what day it was but uh, i i was thinking uh, i had a telephone in the room and then it's a telephone book and i look up i put a finger in the telephone book and uh, and i Come to a church, and uh, the the church name was the Rose of Sharon Church, and I knew later on that that means at Jesus, the those flowers under the cross, um, and. Um, and then uh, I was thinking, what should I uh, tell them? And then when I look in the, in the drawer under the telephone book, there was a Gideon Bible. Those uh, Bibles, they, they lay all over the world uh, at the hotel room. So I took that Bible and put a finger in it and it come to Psalm 86 and Psalm 86 is my, my Psalm and it was perfect describing my life and um, I call the church and it was the bishop that answered the telephone in the telephone and he said I'll, I say to him that God have talked to me in the night, and he says no one God is not talking to anyone. He say to me and laugh and uh, and I, uh, and then suddenly and then he say also the bishop, why should God tell you to come to my church? We are only about 15 people it's as we are only a small church why should god tell you to come to my church but but that uh, i heard god talking through me and he was very angry it was not me talking i heard a voice talking to the bishop but uh, but i also say to, to the bishop that it doesn't matter i didn't know what uh, what i was saying because it i was in the spirit and uh, i say that it doesn't matter what size of that church is' what's matter is the action inside the church the mindset in the church it doesn't matter if it is 200 people in the church, if they, they don't help you, if they don't hear you, that doesn't matter. And it can be like this church, 15 people, and they hear you, and they help you. So it doesn't matter about the size of the church, it, It's it's about... What they are doing when you ask for help. And uh, so he said to me that he's going to send me a car. So he sent me a car and I come to that church. And it was out in the forest. And, um, And all those people in that church was so dark, black. They were real black the darkest you can be, and I—I I was walking in that church. It was a, a little church, a real, little church, and I looked so white. I was so white. I felt like that, and uh, I, I, they showed me to the bishop's office, and uh, I, I. It was his wife was there in the office also and uh, i gave him psalm 86 to read and uh, they were they were bad to me that bishop and his his wife they say mean things evil things to me and uh, once again god come out from my my body and be very very angry at them and i don't know because i was not there i was gone and when i wake up i saw the bishop the bishop was behind me but the bishop wife was in front of me and she had climbing up in the corner (laughs) looks very very scared so I don't know what God was telling them but something very angry was it something very special did happen and uh, and they say that uh, you can go out uh, and be in the service but uh, I was not in the service because I was still in the spirit. And I, it was like uh, the the service was in two two and a half hour. But it was like I had only been in the church for for five minutes because I was away uh, in the spirit. And uh, the bishop said, was talking to me, uh, and he got also talking uh, from God to me, uh, and uh, he say that to the people that God put that in my heart to to give give Eva money, so they. They were going around and put money uh, in on the plate, golden plate, and I got that money. And the money I got from that little church, it was was so I could stay one week more at the hotel. So that was much money. And, And the... And one day, when I <coughs> come to to that hotel, uh, the manager from uh, India, a man he I saw someone behind me in the glass. He sit behind the glass. And I should go and get my keys to the room. I saw that was someone behind me. That was not a, a person, it was a spirit behind me. And the man when he gave me the keys he said You you are you are a woman of God, he said to me. You are a good woman of God. God, he said. He was, he saw something, and I saw it also, some eyes behind me, and I think he saw something. And he had heard also what I had said to that 10 years old girl, also. So, but he didn't help me at all. He only saw it, but he never did any action on it. What he saw and heard. And now I have talking enough, and I'm going to tell you what to hap, what happened more at the hotel, or how I come to leave that hotel. That I will tell you next episode. Thank you for listening. Um, And uh, I thought that I should not get a visit. But there is someone coming forward here now. I was not thinking that it should be something. I didn't felt it, but someone has started to come. And that's a woman this time. It's a woman. <laughs> and uh, uh, she looked like, uh, look like Jesus' mother, Mary. She looked like her because she had been before visiting me and uh, in uh, videos I have, she come forward and I don't know what she's going to do. Um, Mary, she's looking around on my floor. You always look, look at the floor. It was uh, I know why? Because in that time, in Mary's time, when in Jesus' time, women was not allowed to look up. They always looked down on the ground because that was their culture and tradition that women should they should not speak to anyone they were they have to ask their husband to get permission to talk to their own husband and if they have sons sons uh, they have to ask permission to talk to their son uh, So when they were out, walking out, (laughs) she's very much on me now. When they were out, they they have to look down uh, on the street and never lift up their eyes. That's it, she say. You tell them about my life yeah Mary so. yeah. you sweeping sweeping the floor for people yeah um, I understand what she's saying she she said that i i lead you. I lead you to the clean place I lead you to God and she uh, she take a finger now and and say this don't do it like that she do that finger thing and she said you, you, <laughs> I'm sorry, this is not me talking. I, is she the, I translate what she interprets, what she's saying. And she said, you don't listen at men. You listen at this woman. She's sweeping the floor for you. So you can walk straight to God, she is saying that it's not me. I only interpret what she is saying to me. I am old, she is saying this thing. I am old. are you? off old or are you old well, be more clear what you're saying to them I'm off old she said. that means uh, from the old time in Jesus time that's the old time I I mentioned this don't be ignorant, she's saying she know you, she know you, she's not the only know me. she know you also that listen. There's a warning. It's always a warning when it's prophetic. And she said that it's flying away from you. If you, if you, if you are ignorant, it's flying away from you all the blessings. That that you, you laugh. Uh, uh, at me and you know the blemish about the spirit things that's uh, you can laugh about jesus but you can't laugh about the holy spirit and it's the holy spirit just yes, now and that's she's coming like a like a holy spirit from heaven it's a holy spirit that is coming and i loved from god to come down and talk so she's, that's what she's saying, uh, that's why she come forward, because it's important for you to know that this is not a joke, uh, that's not a uh, theater or a lie or uh, that I'm playing, that is uh, here, that's what she's talking about. So that ignorance make you lose all your blessings, even the, those that you have already gotten is going away. She said. it is going to be swept in that way also. Swept, uh, swept. Uh, if you are s- take it serious, it's going to sweep to God uh, to a clean path to God but it's also if you don't if you are ignorant those blessings that you had in your life there there is no more she said that those words the they are there is no more she say some is not saying in a real modern way. She's talking like she talked in her her life in Jesus' time. So it, sometimes it sounds strange talking. It's nothing that I should say, but I tell you exactly what she's saying. And it comes... Sounds weird a little. But it's what, how she is talking. So now she is calm. Now can I stop here? Thank you for, for uh, listening. It seems like the, the spirits will want to come and talk every time.